Welcome to ATRA, Voices from the Field. This sustainable agriculture podcast is presented by the National Center for Appropriate Technologies ATRA Sustainable Agriculture Program with support from the USDA Rural Business Cooperative Service. Hi, this is Rich Myers with NCAT. In this episode, Al Kirky, a specialist with NCAT's ATRA Sustainable Agriculture Program, interviews Carla Buck, co-owner of Bear Paw Meats in Chinook, Montana, about how the Bucks raise, process, and sell meat to school districts in the area. Al works out of NCAT headquarters in Butte, Montana. Bear Paw Meats is one of the small but growing group of Montana farmers and ranchers willing to make beef-to-school sales work. NCAT has been working with them as part of the Montana Beef-to-School Coalition, which is farmers, ranchers, meat processors, and school food service directors dedicated to making school lunches better, while at the same time creating a new market opportunity. The other coalition partners are three state agencies, Montana State University, and nonprofit groups, including NCAT. Let's listen. Hi, I'm Al Kirky, Agriculture Specialist with NCAT Statra. And in today's podcast, we're visiting with Carla Buck, co-owner of Bear Paw Meats in Chinook, Montana. We're going to learn more about how the bucks raise, process, and sell beef to local schools. Farm-to-school sales have been going and growing for the past 10 years or so, both across the country and here in Montana. Carla and Dexter Buck have been among the pioneers in Montana selling their meat to area public schools, starting over 10 years ago. They've probably learned as much as anybody about the opportunities and challenges of working with schools in providing a high-quality, locally grown, and processed product. Thanks for joining us today, Carla. Thank you. And um, so just for purposes of background here, could you tell us just a little bit more about uh, your ranch and Bear Paw Meats? Okay, well, for starters, um, we don't have a ranch. We, do, we have a farm, and we okay. call ourselves Bear Paw Farms. And um, okay. we farm with our family. Um, our son and his wife and family farm with us, and uh, we grow uh, corn, barley, and alfalfa. And the, all, of the, all of the products that we grow on our farm go through the beef that we feed. All of the okay. beef that we feed, we purchase from local area ranchers. We don't, um, we don't have a cow-calf operation, but we purchase okay. everything from local producers here along the High Line. So we, we know that all of our products are um, born and raised in Montana, mm-hmm. and we can trace our, we can trace our uh, beef back to the owner if we have to. And so that's always, um, I think this day and age, I think that's a big thing for people to know where their, where their beef comes from. Mm-hmm. And then um, over at Bear Paw Meats, Ashley, our daughter, um, helps or manages Bear Paw Meats. And then we have another daughter and a son-in-law that also help us with the whole operation. So it's, we're pretty much all family owned okay. and operated. Interesting, interesting. So you buy uh, calves from um, area uh, ranchers, and then you finish finish the beef before yes. uh, slaughter, correct? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, well, if I understand correctly, Bear Paw Meats has two retail stores. You're selling in at least two farmer's markets, and you sell to restaurants and schools. 
which of those market outlets in um, the last 10 years have been sort of the most steady and reliable in terms of sales, um, given that you have quite a diverse set of outlets? Which, which has proven to be the sort of the established part of the operation that is sort of the go-to piece? Well, the schools that are, uh, that are buying our product have been um, very, what's the word? I just lost the word. Um, we have been with those school systems for quite a while, and that's uh-huh. uh, the Hinsdale School, the Malta School, Seiko, and uh, Seiko buys from us on every other year basis now, and the Turner School, and then we have sold to Haver um, but and Chinook School System. And the school systems are a very good market for us, <clears throat> and they're really steady. And then the retail, our retail sales are... Um, are real steady and well and growing. The retail sales are growing as well as the school sales. And I'm a really firm believer in if you want to have a successful business, small business now, you have to be diversified and you have to be willing to go to all kinds of markets in order to sustain a business in this day and age. And you have to be diversified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when when something's trending up, you better be there, and when it's trending down, <laughs> you have to ride right. it out, right? Yeah. Right, yeah, and, you, and if something's trending down, then you better have something that's going to carry you through that low that low part. So, so. Well, you have both a very diversified and integrated uh, operation with the custom cutting and retail and the farm operations. What prompted you to take on the challenge of selling beef directly to schools in the first place? Well, when we first uh, when we first bought Bear Paw Meats, um, be, well, before we bought it, everybody told me that in order to have a successful um, retail sales in a in a plant, you have to be able to market your hamburger. And um, so I I sat down and started looking at different ways to market the hamburger, and then I started looking at um, the school systems and realize that in the school systems that, um, you know, that it's really, really important for that age of kids to have a high-quality diet, high-quality food in their diet because they're mm-hmm. growing. I mean, their nerves are growing, their muscles are growing. And um, I, know that, I know that sometimes, um, sometimes the, the quality that we put through our school systems isn't as good as it could be. Yeah, and I just wanted to improve on that. Yeah, and so you've been selling burger uh, for to area schools for the last ten years, and I understand some roasts and even some pork products. What are yes. some of the biggest lessons you learned along the way? Uh, like, oh my gosh, I don't want to make that mistake again. Those sorts of uh, sort of the big lessons that you've learned uh, in selling to schools and providing product to them on a regular basis. You know, um, the school system sales have been um, a really easy market for us as long as you keep the quality there. You know, and mm-hmm. if you tell them that you're going to bring them an uh, 86% um, percent fat product, that's what you bring them, and your roasts, and that's what you bring them. I really haven't had any, um, you know, I can honestly say I really haven't had any of those kind of moments with the school system. Um, I think the hardest part is, Trying to get into a school system and have them try have them try our product. Once they try our product, then they stay with us pretty well. But I know that the 
you know, that their menus and then that they all have a routine already established. And sometimes it's hard to deviate from that routine and put bring in a new product. Um, and I think that's the hardest part is trying to get into the schools that haven't tried um, our product. Uh-huh. And uh, how often would you – I mean – You've described quite a list of schools that are uh, buying buying your beef and pork products. Are there some that just like no way, no how, don't darken my door with this idea ever again? Is there some yeah. fraction of the area? Okay, okay. Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah. Um, now you had mentioned that they're a relatively easy market. It, if you provide a quality product and you deliver on your promises, but I understand that you can sort of connect with school uh, chefs or food service directors every spring to sort of revisit and renegotiate uh, purchases of sales. Now, it sounds like that is, what you're saying is that that's gotten easier over time, but is there a su new surprise every now and then, or is this become a very, a very reliable outlet? Uh, schools are accustomed to buying your product. Has it gotten easier, or is there some, any unexpected uh, surprises that are thrown your way when you sit down and talk with the schools in the spring? The, the schools that, you know, like the schools that I mentioned, they're, you know, they're real reliable, and, and it's, we have a system established, you know, I contact them um, sometime in early August to see, or, or July, late July, early August, depending on when their school starts, so we can get product into their schools for the first day of school. Um, the okay. hardest part, like I said, is, is trying to break into new schools mm -hmm. um, and trying to get them to try our product. Um, some of them don't realize that, you know, like they look at the, the cost of our product versus the cost of, of what they're getting from other places. But what they mm -hmm. don't realize is they don't, um, like our product is, pretty much, well, they only throw away 14% fat on our burger because our burger is 86% lean. And the burger mm -hmm. that they're using from other facilities or from other places is probably 80-20 so, or, or more. And so mm -hmm. if they would take the cost of, if they would take the cost of what they're throwing down the drain or, you know, throwing away and, and look at what, what they're actually serving to their students, um, they would realize that they would get a better product from Bear Paw Meats. And that, for me, is the hardest part to convince new customers of that. Um, you know, you pretty much have to be able to demonstrate it to them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is there a particular – in? I, I can just hear some of the school's arguments, you know, FSA and Cisco bring stuff off the truck that's cheaper. There's USDA commodity beef sales right. that's, you know, cheap, and people are <laughs> they're, they're, pay, they're, they're getting what they pay for, so to speak. Right. But is there any particular incentive that you will give one of those reluctant customers and say, why don't you try our beef and get back to me? Or any, yeah. anything that you had to sort of, try to meet them in the middle to get them on your side on this? or uh, Yeah, and one of our incentives that we do for the schools is our delivery is free. You know, we have the cost of our product, and then we take it to the schools with no charge. And, you know, and then, then that's another hidden cost that, um, that 
people have to look at that they don't look at. You know, when you start looking at the cost of our product versus, like you said, FSA, Cisco, um, they do have a delivery charge, and 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 I really believe that our product is a better product than what they'll get from Cisco or Food Service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Um, do you get comments uh, from parents or kids directly back to you, uh, or is it the food service directors that get all get all the compliments? Oh, the feedback from our customers. Well, from our retail customers, what we get back is, man, um, we had one of your steaks the other night, and that was the best tasting steak that I've uh, that I've ever had. And we have. Uh, we have some of our steaks like at Andy's up here in Haver, and we had a, had somebody call us up and say, wow, I went to Andy's last night for supper, and I haven't had a steak like that ever. It was so <laughs> juicy. It was great, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and and it's the same with the burger, you know. Um, people will say, man, I don't know what you guys are doing with that burger, but that is the best tasting burger I've ever had, and uh-huh. you know, so... Anyway, yeah. we do get positive feedback from the people that use our products. Oh, good, good. And then good. another thing there... that we're also doing now is for over at Bear Palm Eats is they're making a hot dog. They're making an all-beef hot dog. Um, <clears throat> I mean, and they're just phenomenal. You just, you know, there's um, they're just a really good t- tasting hot dog, and we have a couple of the schools that are trying those, and the kids love them. You know, then and one school that we what when we were doing our test run with the hot dog, we took the hot dogs down to well Hinsdale School and um, um, Joyce put a ballot out because whenever she tries something new, she puts out a ballot. You know, do you want this? Um, do you want mm-hmm. this on the menu? Um, no, I don't like it. And I think she's told me that of all the votes that came in, that there was only two that said they didn't want the hot dogs on the menu out of the wow. school system. So. Well, that's interesting because uh, hot dogs, as a rule, are considered mystery meat, you know, or floor right. sweepings or the like. <laughs> right. So to be able to deliver a good quality product and, and get uh, good feedback on it, is, it's got to be rewarding for you. It is. It is rewarding. Is there uh, anything else that you'd like to share with uh, people who will be listening in on this, um, whether they be farmers or ranchers who have thought about selling to schools or any parting words of wisdom that you might have uh, for folks out there who um, are thinking about beef to school at all? Well, I think the beef to school program is a very important program, and um, uh, the people that work with that program and promote it are wonderful people, and they, they are doing a really fantastic job, like down at Livingston and even over in the western part of uh, Montana. The, mm-hmm. the program over there is, um, I think that's all they use in their school system, like in the Kalispell area. Um, yep. One thing, if somebody's trying to get into a school, the thing to do is just never give up. You just keep going back. And eventually they will say, okay, I'll try it. And um, like I said, once you can get your foot in the door, then they keep coming back. So just never Great. give up. <laughs> well, thank, Carla, thanks for sharing your story with us. Um, for those of you who are listening, you can learn more about Bear Paw Meats by going to www.bearpawmeats.com or at facebook.com slash bearpawmeats. 
And if you want to learn more about Bear Paw Meats and other ranchers and meat processors who are selling beef to school, download ATRA's publication titled Farm to School Sales, Profiles of, Farm, of Ranches That Are Making It Work. That publication can link you to other resources on beef to school in Montana and other farm to school efforts. So thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to ATRA, Voices from the Field. Depending on the platform you're listening on, be sure to rate us and leave a review or comment. For more information on this topic, you can contact Al Kirky directly via email at akirky at incat.org. That's A-K-U-R-K-I at N-C-A-T dot org. Also, in the notes that go along with this podcast, you'll find links to the resources Al mentions, as well as other related ATRA resources. Please call ATRA with any and all of your sustainable agriculture questions at 1-800-346-9140 or email us at askanag at incat.org. That's A-S-K-A-N-A-G at N-C-A-T dot org. Our two dozen specialists can help you with a vast array of topics, everything from farm planning to pest management, from produce to livestock and soils to aquaculture. You can get in touch with them and find our other extensive and free sustainable agriculture publications, webinars, videos, and other resources at our website, www.atra.incat.org. That's www.attra. Dot N-C-A-T dot org. We'll catch you next week, and until then, keep on farming.